Welcome to the Nerdaplexy Movie Review Show mini episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movie we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. My name is Reed, and with me today we have... Sam. And Dave. So let's dive in. All right, welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, the last movie you may have heard on the feed was Little Nemo Adventures in Schlamberland. That one was quite a hoot. Thank you so much, Lindsay, again for uh, coming on and talking about that dumpster fire of a half anime movie. I thought it was quite good. I did not watch all of this one. Oh, no? You, <laughs> didn't, you didn't stick around for all the Slumberland? No, I got to where the extremely racist flip came out, and I was like, ah, I've had enough. Ah, racist flip is barely racist. Barely? Mm. Uh, I, I... He's no MP, I'll say that. No, MP is the racist one. That's fair. MP is pretty bad, but uh, I did... The, the tramp kind of character, I can see yeah. maybe where you're coming from a little bit, but that, you know, he, he he's more of a... You know, like one of those clown archetypes. You know, there's happy clown and like sad clown and then like tramp clown. Now, that in and of itself might be racist, but I, I'm thinking that's the archetype they were working with, you know, based on the intro circus part. So I watched a lot of reviews for this one instead of watching the movie. And a lot of them agreed uh, with my stance on what Flip looked like. Now, I, I do like a circus that beats up kids. And I thought that could keep me in this movie. And then it didn't keep me interested. And I just I just turned it off. Uh, I put on a couple of the pilots of what they wanted the show to be. They wanted it to be a show. And there was some of the Miyazaki style animation. And it was really neat to see that. I wish that would have been made. Not this. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of came up during the episode as well. That yeah, that this it, it just works better episodically than as a feature. And I mean, I love Dream Logic movies. I love like. Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Inception. I like all that stuff. I love uh, Insidious. You brought that up with the James Wan kind of made it taking a a bit of uh, a hint from this one. But uh, this movie just it couldn't hold me past getting into the dreams. So bailing on this one and is justified. The reason why it was you were having a hard time, you know, keeping your interest in it is because it's it's a it's a very bad film. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. I would have never finished it if I if I didn't have to talk about it. I would have never finished this movie. I mean, interesting visuals aside, I was halfway through wondering if we had to talk about it. That did that did come up. That did in fact come up. Uh, in intervening time, uh, whether or not we needed to do it. But now I'm through in the other side. I kind of, I'm remembering all of the things that I enjoyed. And honestly, I'm glad we did it, if only to have had the episode on it, because that is way more fun than anything that movie had to offer. Everything that didn't move in this movie looked amazing. All of the background work was... Oh, yeah super cool and really like haunting almost and then just everything that was happening around the background was not good i pretty much enjoyed everything that didn't have anything to do with nemo which is not a lot Mm -hmm. but those were my favorite parts nightmare king was cool yes nightmare land was cool the demons were scary the manta ray was cool morpheus cool morpheus was had a had a 
decent look. Professor Genius was cool. But Nemo really sucked, and it's hard to have a movie about a kid who kind of sucks. <laughs> a lot of movies suffer from that. That's like if they would have made the Harry Potter movie about Dudley. instead. Of... <laughs> right. That would be a tough watch, because you're like, well, he's not, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities to this guy. He's mean and loves presents. I, this yeah. Is, yeah this <laughs> but consider, great. <laughs> considering that Nemo does have a squirrel disease. You know... You got to give him some slack. Take it with a grain of salt. Your headcanon is way better. Yeah, and it's the horrible tragedies in his family. <laughs> there are so many better ways to make this movie than what they did. And there are so many better ways to make this movie. And if you have a better idea about how to make this movie, send us a spec script. Honest to goodness, I'll do it. I'll make a little, I'll make a short. Now, keep it. you got to keep it pretty tight. Yeah, keep it pretty tight here. I mean, we're not doing, we're not doing the Sandman audio drama here. But well, I'll put a little something together if uh, you send it my way. No, no worse than an R rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it uh, at a N seventeen territory, and we'll do just fine. Unless it takes place on Nemo's eighteenth birthday, then all all bets are off, baby. He's legal. The countdown clock for Jeez, little Nemo in Slumberland yeah. in Sam's head. <laughs> Proceed with caution. He was like seven years old in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a joke. Uh huh. It's a good joke. I I dig it. Listen, it's a good joke. It's a great joke, even. But I need you to stop anyway. All I'm saying is he's a kid, so keep it clean. We we can take our liberties next week with Batman. We can take our liberties with these guys are adults, they're grown. <laughs> if you need a prompt, let me give you this prompt. Nemo the college years. He's had no <laughs> dream dreamlike experiences since the movie. It sounds like you're welcoming what I just said. <laughs> it sounds like we're asking for it. Okay. I'm just saying it's a prompt, and at least that'll cover our bases. At least that'll cover our bases, Sam. Fair enough. Yeah, in case it gets in case it gets sultry. <laughs> the college years. So then we're good. The college years. We're fucking good. Well, I'm glad you've embraced it, because that was starting to feel a little bit bad because you blew the whistle on me. But there is no flag on the flight. We just had it. We just had it. We just had to take a break. That's all. We just had to end that play. Then yes. we can start again. It's, it's going on too long. Reset. There's a little too much pushing and shoving. We got to reset. Yeah, which I I had mentioned and did get it in the episode that the parody porner was uh, little nympho in, in Lumberland. That's such a good name. <laughs> that might be your best name yet. Yeah, and it has a good story too. I'm, I'm seeing a magic forest where it's all just weens. Yeah. Some ween trees. You know, they had those shape-shifting demons. You guys blew the whistle on me for talking about Evil Dead, but you guys are talking about penis trees. This is new ground. Yeah, we're <laughs> forging new territory. The f- no one said these trees are going to do what they do in Evil Dead. We've already done that. These trees are strictly consensual. It's like a cedar. It's just one big... There's no branches. And a satyr. This is the sequel, The Cedar and the Satyr. It's a thick trunk. That's all. Anyhow, let us know if you've got a if you got a tale to tell. What has a seedier underbelly than a tree, Dave? A seedier. Seedier. 
Senior. Okay. Underbelly. Because it's like you use seeds to plant trees. No, no, I get it. And um, But it's also a word for like naughty stuff. I think the pause is what got me to laugh. I was trying to play it cool that whole time. It's all about that timing. Did you did you mean to say anything in the episode that you didn't get to say, Reed? Um, no, but there was something I did say that I didn't mean to say. I meant to say hither and yon, and I believe I said hither and han. Hither and thon. I said something that wasn't what I meant to say. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'd do that. Uh, at least a few times an episode, and it's easier just to keep it in than it is to t- take it out and try to figure out what, well, like how to get there. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I, it didn't even register when I was going through the first time. There's a an editing thing I did do where I say, you know what's funny, and then I don't say anything that's funny. <laughs> I just keep, <laughs> I just keep going because <laughs> the thing I said that was funny was in reference to something that I messed up earlier. So I cut out the thing I messed up earlier. And then I kept the thing where I said, you know what's funny? And anyway, that's the first time we see the tree with the bendy legs. That's not very funny, but it is true. Um, but it is kind of now, and I and I was like, well, I could go back in and delete that now, but now it's funny, I think, to hear someone say, you know what's funny? And then just never get back to it. I do think we should have a recurring segment of uh, a nightmare on my street. Yeah. I did like that you brought that up because I I made the kids listen to that song recently. Okay, and since we didn't do it ahead of today, we will say send us in a recurring nightmare you've had, and we'll maybe we'll read a couple on air. I think every guest we have on uh, the pod from here on out does have to tell us about um, a, like a childhood nightmare or a recurring nightmare. Dave, go ahead. When I was a kid, before summer vacation, almost without fail, every year I would have this dream where it was 4th of July, but the fireworks were going off too low to the ground, so everybody's running away. And then a tidal wave comes and knocks us all out, and then, then I wake up. And I get, I still will have that dream. Like it doesn't, I don't live near the ocean, but I still have a dream of a tidal wave coming. And in a way, that's pretty lucky if you have fireworks going off too low that a tidal wave might hit that. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm a, I'm a real bad swimmer. I can get away from the fireworks, hopefully, but that tidal wave is going to do me in. You can't swim in fire. That's true. See, yet again, these are procedure. These are our procedural things. So. The fireworks, you guys live right by where they set off the fireworks. Yeah. So that that might be a subconscious fear that you had. And tidal waves, we don't live near tidal waves at all. So how, how, what, what the fuck are you going to do with about a tidal wave? So very understandable uh, um, childhood fears. Very good. Thank you, Dave, mm-hmm. for sharing that. Let us know your, let us know your nightmare on uh, your street. <laughs> yeah, or if you or if you have any background in in, in any uh dreamology psychiatrics and you can tell us what all of our nightmares mean if they don't mean us preparing for weird situations that may never come up. I mean, that's my take. That's a, and I think it's a solid theory and I, I like it a lot, but it's, it's fit to build. It was like a like a strategic dream. You tell us what our dreams mean. If you work for better help, let us know. We'll we'll do we'll do a code. Yeah, for real. We'll do a code for you. <laughs> Welcome to Shill Corner. I finally got to see uh, Shang-Chi today. I was super impressed, and it makes me now want to go back and watch every kung fu movie that you guys talked about and all the, the past podcasts. My kids loved it also, so they were like karate each other on the way to bed. <laughs> As you do. As you do. 
and I, I I loved it. And I was like, if you like this, I have like at least 10 other movies that I'm going to show you now. So it's like Lone Wolf and Cub. I might skip the beginning of it. Uh, <laughs> the beginning? <laughs> but I, I'm, Or at least I'll go into, like we said, Six String Samurai. I'll show them that because that one's, I think, watchable for a kid. I don't know. Maybe not Lone Wolf and Cub. Maybe I'll skip that one. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mudu cuts people in half in that one. But there's kids younger than them in the movie or in the show. True. It's been a long time since I've watched that, so maybe I need to watch it myself before I show them. You absolutely do, Michael. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now I want to go back and, and watch all the movies you guys talked about that I had never seen because a lot of kung fu movies are a blind spot for me. I, I really liked Shang-Chi a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. It's very fun. It's very light. And th- there's, like, some plot stuff. There's some weird creatures. But it all comes... It all goes down pretty smooth. The kind of mirror opposite of that, the latest entry, Eternals, just hit theaters. Um, well, while you're hearing this, we're in, like, week two here. Still holding strong at the box office. I mean, I think that has more to do with... There's not much going on at the box office. But I saw it. I don't, I'm not getting any spoilers or anything, but... It's fine. It's good. It's a Marvel movie. It's got all the cool Marvel things, the sound effects. The cast is great, but Camille Nanjiati and his buddy in this one are uh, a delight. And once it comes out on Disney Plus, you should absolutely check it out. Unless you're a diehard um, Marvel fan, because there's lots of setups for new things to come, uh, like they like they do. As, as a Marvel likes to do. Now, Marvel has all the money in the world. Do you think that even though the reviews and critical reviews have been fairly poor, it'll still get a sequel? I, I honestly, I'm more excited for a sequel uh, than I was for this because I think the potential, I don't know if it will be a Eternals only uh, they they said that Eternals will return at the end, how how mm. they'll put up a big a tag kind of thing. But I think it's going to be it seems like they're trying to set this up as a another branching off point because a lot of things were introduced in this, but I don't know if there'll be a direct one. There'll be the I think the Eternals will be in things, but I don't know. Uh recently I'm a year behind and I'm actually several years behind the other one, but I started watching Akudama Drive for a little uh, a little anime cred, but without giving up too much, it's about a bunch of criminals that are basically have a common enemy, uh, essentially. It's like a cyberpunk, kind of like Akira-style uh, yeah. anime, but it's yeah, super violent, super fun, uh, a lot of bright colors, <laughs> a lot of good characters, and it's pretty unpredictable, at least what I've seen. And another show that I've been watching that I'm probably a decade behind on is taskmaster do you guys know about this no i I don't know this one there's like a billion hilarious clips of it on on youtube but i think actually they may have released now uh full episodes on youtube but it's greg davies from cuckoo and uh he's he's like the a game show host for a bunch of comedians oh wow and they give them over the course of a few months they give a panel of comedians the same tasks and then you show them side by side how they all figured out how to complete them. And one of them is like walk into a room and eat as much watermelon as you possibly can. <laughs> uh, and like one of them is empty this bathtub. It's like a bathtub out in the yard. 
and they have to empty it without taking the plug out and without tipping the bathtub. And uh, they have to get a tea bag into a cup from the furthest distance. So it's a lot of like really silly things. And they let the comedians kind of run wild with creative ways of solving these tasks. And it's, it's always like time based or distance based. Uh, but it's, it's like, it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. Highly recommend Taskmaster. Let's check that out. Very cool. That does sound interesting. Uh, I'll have to look into that. I'm really looking forward. I want to check out. Um, I I just saw the, uh, this. Uh, it's what's it called Arcane, the League of Legends Netflix series. Oh yeah, I I uh, only know about that because I listened to a podcast that talks about it at the beginning of every episode. That's probably should have been the thing I did in the first place because it's comic related. I listened through all of the Wolverine podcast the two seasons of wolverine podcast oh and i'm midway through there's a wastelanders uh, i believe it's called and the first season is old man star lord the second season is hawkeye so um halfway through that it's uh it's very fun if you can get past the first couple episodes where i think that star lord and raccoon sound exactly the same like you could have told me at the very beginning that they were the same voice actor and I would have believed you. But and so it's like in a, in a teleplay or whatever, it's kind of hard to distinguish them. But after, after a minute, I looked up the voices and the voice of rocket raccoon is Chris Elliott. A very funny guy. Uh, but once I knew it was Chris Elliott, I could distinguish the voices. I think that's good. Chris Elliott would make a good rocket. Yeah. I listened to the first season of the, the Wolverine, but I'll have to, I'll have to dig deeper. The second season is really good. Uh, well, the first season of Wolverine, uh, Wolverine is barely in it. It's about these agents looking for Logan. He's like in like a scene at the very end. But the second season just follows him the whole time. Great voice actor. That is the um, Armitage, Richard Armitage, who is a mm-hmm. voice actor in the Castlevania series on Netflix. Yeah, he's all he's all over, too. Yeah, he's, he's really kind of having a renaissance at this time. I also got a cool new board game that just came in. Uh, it's the Goonies, Never Say Die nice. board game. Is that a, is that a Funko one? It is a Funko one. It's um, it's like exclusively at one store that doesn't advertise for us. So <laughs> nobody advertises for us. You can say where it is. It's a, I know it's a Target. It's a Target. It's exclusively a Target, but it might be sold out now. But it just came in, and I've watched a few videos on how to play it. So I'm I'm excited to get that. If we're talking board games, me and Reed actually played a solid 10 straight hours of Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion over the weekend. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good role-playing game lead into the Gloomhaven series if you haven't. It's pretty cool. But uh, the Goonies game, is it's a, it has a game master. It's a Goondocks master, they call it. It's a GM, but it's it's similar role-playing style. I, I, it's I'm excited for it. I don't know. Very cool stuff. There's a big, there's, there's quite a potpourri on this episode of stuff that we've done in the last couple of weeks. So it should please everybody. <laughs> and if we didn't learn anything from Little Nemo's, you can always please everybody if you try. Yes, all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of. If if you if you want us to be talking about Elasmo Branchy, you know shark stuff, <laughs> let us know. We found that that's a pretty popular topic. And I'll remind you, <laughs> sharks have two wieners. 
Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always great for the SEO. Let us know uh, some some of your favorite facts over at... It changes the Baby Shark song. Slightly. <laughs> do, do, do. Nerdaplexy pod on Twitter. Let us know. Good luck, Dave, dealing with those <laughs> comments. Where else can uh, some folks uh, find you? You could find me on Twitter at The Face of Dave and also on Twitch, The Face of Dave. Sam's over at PGH underscore SVH. I'm at PGH underscore Reed. Uh, stay tuned. Got some new stuff in the works coming out of our studios. We're going to get some of those Nemo plays out in the world. Maybe some new music coming your way this winter as well. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening check us out next time where we're going to be discussing Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Stick around. That one's going to be a great episode. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen that in a long time. It is a good one. We're going to have the whole crew on board as well to dive into this. Um, People say it's a classic. Will be a hit or a bust. Tune in and find out. But until we meet again, I'd like to leave you with uh, this thought to ponder. The only unbelievable part of the Hunger Games is that the U.S. built high-speed rail.